Welcome to Behind the Space Bar, episode one, RTFNY, reading the manual is the key to your success. Hey everybody, this is Will Doggett, and welcome back to what used to be called the From Studio Stage Podcast, which is now called Behind the Space Bar. It's been over a year since I've done any podcasting, and if you follow along with the original From Studio Stage Podcast, uh, I want to say thanks for playing along, thanks for listening, um, and that was so, so much fun. What happened towards the end of the podcast is uh, I really had this drive and desire to do uh, what I was calling at the time behind the space bar. And it was a segment and focus on uh, playback techs. And I have some really incredible, incredible interviews recorded, some of which you still have not heard that I have not released. And I got three episodes into that. And I got to be honest, I was just burnt slap out. Uh, that was the most work I've ever done on any project. Uh, I did all of it from editing, mixing, recording, interviewing, uh, uh, mastering the podcast. And it was so, so, so much work. Uh, and so I just gave up. I just absolutely quit. And uh, I think one, that's unfair to you. Those of you that are listeners that have been following along really enjoyed the podcast. And it's 100% unfair to the folks like Mike McKnight, Laura Escaday, uh, Pablo Munguia, um, uh, Eric Morris, great friend of mine, a lot of a lot of just people that um, uh, took their time up to do interviews. And so here's uh, what I want to say. One, the podcast is back. It's weekly, Monday mornings, 10 a.m. Central. Um, it's now called Behind the Space Bar, which is going to make a little more sense. The company is from Studio Stage. The podcast is Behind the Space Bar. Uh, we also launched a podcast, particularly for worship leaders and uh, musicians, production techs, called Volunteer Friendly that's out Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central if you want to listen to that. Um, but I will re-release that content that we were working on before. Uh, I've kept all of it archived on this page, which may be a little confusing for some people. If it gets confusing, I'll remove them. But there's a lot of really great previous episodes, but I want to start fresh. So episode one we're starting fresh out of the gate uh this podcast is going to be focused all on tips and tricks for uh playback techs or people running tracks on stage uh, and we're going to be able to talk uh you know in tutorials we talk a lot about the um the how this podcast is going to be a little more relaxed a little more chill and we're going to talk about the why some and then we'll talk about some of the the like philosophy behind things, the way to think about things, not necessarily how to do this particular thing in Ableton Live or not even necessarily um, what audio interface is best or things like that. And that'll be some of the stuff we talk about. But I think I want to talk about some of the the head stuff. You know what I mean? Like uh, today's topic, RTFM. It took me forever to record this intro because I kept laughing. RTFM, why reading the manual is the key to your success. The, I, I've just thought through things that um, have helped me personally, things that have benefited, uh, you know, folks that I've worked with that I enjoy to work with. And there's these similar skills that I think that are super important. I'm not saying the skills I have are the skills that are important, but behind the space bar is all going to be talking about some of this stuff. So let's get to it. So again, I want to apologize for the, uh, the absence I logged into, uh, Apple podcast last week as I was preparing to start re-recording and, uh, saw that it was gosh, over a year ago that we initially uh, recorded. And so apologize for the delay. Um, but I promise we're back on it. Uh, I am releasing content every single day starting 2022. So every single day, 10 a.m. Central, you can find content podcast on Monday and Thursday. Uh, there's also another podcast I'm potentially cooking up. So 
if these go well and you guys enjoy them, then um, we'll keep going. So this is going to be super, super fun. So I encourage you. Also, for the first time ever, this is a video podcast. So if you're listening on, on um, uh, the Apple Podcast app, which is great, stay there. That's awesome. But you can find it on YouTube. You can search the app stores, any app store for From Studio to Stage and download uh, the From Studio to Stage app. Uh, at the time of recording this, it's available for iPhone, Apple TV, iPad, um, M1 Mac. You can download and listen there. You can listen it from studio to stage.com. Um, and then soon it will be on Roku, Android, all those places. So by the time you hear this, uh, it may actually already be out. So just search for from Studio Stage. So do me a favor. We're all going to chill, relax, grab a cup of coffee. I've got a nice uh, uh, iced coffee here. And we're just going to hang out and have a good time. So if you want to watch the video podcast, that's great. You can watch me drink coffee, which uh, is quite delicious. So I'll have a couple sips uh, throughout the show. Uh, but we're just going to hang out and talk. So again, today's topic is uh, RTFM, which of course stands for Read the uh, Freaking Manual, I will say, just to keep this a clean show. Um, but the subtitle for this is Why Reading the Manual is the Key to Your Success. Um, one of the things I thought of when I was thinking about this, uh, the first time that this concept, like this is something I've done, is, is when I get a product, I read the manual. Uh, one of the keys to my success, someone emailed me, um, and I apologize, I forgot who it was, uh, but emailed me uh, a couple months ago and said, well, how did you learn what you know? And I said, um, you know, it's a lot of trial and error, but the most important thing was I read the entire Ableton Live manual. And they said, oh, I've been kind of holding off, not knowing if I should do that. And, and uh, you know, uh, in fairness to them, like, I think a lot of people haven't read the entire Ableton Live manual, but I can say, I mean, for me, that's like one of the things that's been super key and super important to my success as an Ableton certified trainer. But uh, this this came up to me, uh, reminded me, um, the first time I read this book was maybe the first time I thought about this, but Mark Cuban has a book called How to Win at the Sport of Business. Um, and he's obviously the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He's on Shark Tank. He invests in uh, a lot of different things. Uh, but this is a really good book. It's a short book, really short read. I mean, I think I read this and actually I don't even know how many pages are. It's four ninety nine on Kindle. Super cheap. Uh, I actually read this as an ebook thing, which I never read ebooks. I always read um, uh, you know, the actual hard copy of it or paperback, whatever. But um, it's a really, really good book. I really enjoyed it. But one of the things Mark said in that book is he talked about how he basically learned how to work with computers just by reading the the manual, and how he essentially started his computer business just by reading the manual and then people showed up and asked how to do stuff. And because he had read the manual, he knew and he charged them and he solved their problem. And that's how he built a business. And, uh, it was funny to me cause it was really similar. I, you know, I do a lot of stuff on YouTube and, uh, have done YouTube videos for quite a while. Uh, and I'm, I'm doing more of that now, like I said, in 2022, uh, releasing a piece of content every single day, which is just absurd. You talk about being burnt out a year ago from the podcast. My solution is to, uh, do, uh, that work times seven but we'll see how it goes. It'll be great. It's going to be fun. But um, I, I've done stuff on YouTube for a long time. And uh, one of the things that's always interesting when you do YouTube videos, and my wife and I have talked a lot with my son about this because he's at the age and, and the season of life where he really wants to, uh, he wants to get into YouTube. He wants to be a YouTuber. And I'm fine with that because, uh, you know, I make some money. It's a small amount of money, but I make some money every single month from YouTube. And uh, it's the main marketing input to my business. So I know it's a valid thing. So I'm like, that's great. One of the things we constantly talk to him about is, um, you know, just being aware of there's people in the world that are just, you know, unkind people. 
and they'll leave comments and they'll say things, whatever you got to be prepared for that. And so I've shared examples with him of, of people just being like jerks and saying stuff in YouTube comments. But, uh, one of the things I routinely get, uh, and this is the reason I have two podcasts and release a piece of content every single day. And I, I still have things to say is uh, I tend to talk a lot. Uh, I tend to, um, be more interested in the why than just the how. And that doesn't always go really well on YouTube. That's why, again, I'm super excited for this podcast as you can see me like leaning back in my chair, getting relaxed. That's why I'm super excited about this podcast um, as a way to just kind of hang and take our time and, and explore different subjects and talk about things because you have a little bit more time to spend on the why and not just the how. But one of the comments I get often on YouTube is, um, man, this video is 15 minutes long. It could have been two minutes long, blah, blah, blah. And, or people will say, you know, um, uh, like I just did a video. Uh, it hasn't released at the time of this release, and it hasn't released yet. Um, that is uh, answering something for worship leaders. And it's like a 22 minute video where I walk through it. And I just, I know some jerk in the comments will be like, this is the answer. Don't watch the video. Just here's the answer kind of thing. And that's fair. But there, I see this continual theme and, and I don't want to poke on people that are on YouTube, but the, again, a continual comment of like, this should have been a two minute video. And I'm like, well, my first thought is if you think it should have been a two minute video, then why don't you go turn on a camera, build a studio in your home and record a two minute video so we can all watch your two minute video. And of course, people that comment on YouTube videos are not going to create, they're going to critique and that's fine. Um, there's some good stuff about, uh, things people say you can learn, you should be shorter. You shouldn't talk as long, blah, blah, blah. Those are all good things. But <clears throat> what I continually think when those comments come up and I jokingly, I, I don't think I've written this yet is I want to say, why don't you just read the manual? Like if you read the manual, you wouldn't be watching my video anyway. And he, this is the reality. This is kind of, I believe Mark says this in the, the book again, uh, how to win at the sport of business. So I'll include a link in the show notes. Um, to the book, if you want to check it out, it's a great book, but he says this in the book. And I, I think it's a similar thing. Uh, it's like, if people would read manuals, he's like, I would be out of business. And that's the same thing for me. I have an entire business built on teaching people how to do things. Now there's more than just a manual as a way to learn stuff that you, you get experience, you use stuff. Uh, sorry, I got to take a sip of coffee here. You could read a manual on using Ableton live, but if you've never used Ableton live for tracks, on stage, then you're missing a bit of that. So it's not just that. But the thing I always think of again, you know, when, when people comment on YouTube and they say, uh, I get to the point, man, it's taking too long. Cause I want to go, well, why don't you just read the manual? If you read the manual, you wouldn't be here in the first place. So, um, I, and I see this as a common, uh, common trait, similar trait, uh, amongst, uh, friends of mine that are really successful as playback techs is there's a curiosity and that curiosity, um, they just dive in. They just dig in and they read everything they can. They dive in deep on the content. <clears throat> and I think in the age of the internet and the age of YouTube and the age of sites like from studio to stage that help you learn how to use Ableton Live, uh, it's easy to forget one of the best ways to learn is the manual. And so that's what I wanted to do today's episode, RTFM. Um, and I do think it's a key to people's success because um, one, don't tell people, you know, those of you that are subscribed, I don't want you to cancel your subscription, but I do think it's, if you read the manual to learn how to do something, ultimately it'll be faster. There's a difference between, and, and something I've considered is doing uh, like some how-to guides, because I think your brain processes reading step one, two, three, you know, to 20, 
um, better. And sometimes it's a lot faster than watching a video, watching a video and listening to someone teach, watching what they're doing, um, is good. It's beneficial, but I think, uh, having that step-by-step thing is super helpful. So for me, I think sometimes reading the manual is a faster way to get to your solution. Um, I think another thing that's helpful is it helps you, uh, in a previous episode of the, of the pod, when, uh, we talked about, um, cool people say pod, by the way, instead of podcast, if you didn't know that, um, I, I believe I talked about learning new software. Actually, I know I did, but one of the things I talked about there is like learning the, the worldview of the software, right. And understanding how that software views the world and how the, the, the people that, that created the software view the world and, and, and how they're thinking about things. And that helps you understand the software. You get a lot of that reading the manual, right? You understand as you start to read the live manual, why it was created. It was created for flexibility with audio tracks. It's, it's built more for creative people then engineers if you love pro tools you may not like ableton live because it's it's faster it's leaner it's meaner uh and pro tools takes about 50 clicks to do something that takes you know one shortcut in ableton um and again i'm not saying one is right or wrong but obviously pro tools is wrong i think we can all agree on that but uh, the, the point is reading the manual, you start to pick up like, oh, this is what they're thinking. So then when you encounter another issue with it uh, and something comes up and you've got to figure out how to solve it, then if you understand the worldview, then you can get there a lot faster than if you just are going to YouTube and searching um, how. Right. And so another episode I want to do at some point is the difference between how and why and why that's important. I think we get it. But YouTube is all about how we talked about that. Reading the manual is, is about how, but it's also a lot of times about why they explain why uh, there's monitor modes in Ableton Live and different monitor modes. It's not there to annoy you and to make you remember to click off every time you um, have a mic connected to your computer and accidentally don't have your headphones plugged in or something like that. You understand um you understand why they did what they did. I think reading the manual too is just, it's a good skill to have, right? It's a good skill to build. Um, it's a discipline to have. It's the same reason why sitting down and reading a book, you, you can't see it, but above my shoulder, I've got a series of books by my favorite fiction, uh, spy thriller author, author, Brad Thor, um, hanging up there. And I own all his books and they're really good. And there's something about a good discipline of just sitting and reading a book and not watching TV and not being on YouTube um, uh, and just reading that book. And I think the same thing with the manual, like sitting down and focusing and making your, your brain um, just really dial in to the manual and just focus on that for a few moments. It, it makes you a better person. It makes you more intelligent. It makes you smarter. And I think in the end you learn more. And again, you learn more about that product and understand um uh, you know, how that product thinks and, and how the developers think and, and what they're thinking and what they're doing that I think, um, just becomes super, super helpful and super beneficial. So, um, the goal of this episode is just really that just to encourage you to take the time to download manuals. Uh, one thing I do, I don't have my phone with me, but I have an iPhone and on the iPhone is the files app. So what I do, and I have Mac computers cause obviously I'm a, a sane human, and, uh, so what I do is I download PDF versions of manuals and I put it in a little folder on iCloud drive that says manuals. And then if I'm on the go and I'm bored or I'm working with a product or whatever, and trying to understand then I'll open that manual and, uh, I'll read it and I'll just nose through it make sure I understand and understand it. Um, and that's super, super helpful. Uh, I can even think, cause I, I always in these want to make sure I make it very clear that I'm not like <clears throat> the, the Zen, uh, you know, 
a teacher that gets it all right and understands and it's perfect. I'm just thinking of a situation recently where I struggled with a piece of gear. Um, one of the things I do in addition to from studio stage uh, currently is I'm broadcast director at a church here in Austin. And um, so that means I lead our team to do video broadcasts, you know, multi-camera uh, video broadcast stuff. And at the time when we started uh, really digging into it, we we're using pro tools for audio and, because we were doing that, the, the audio from uh, the computer from Pro Tools was highly latent. It was very delayed. So we needed to actually delay video to match audio, which is a very odd thing. So we bought this this unique piece of gear that's, I think, 1500 bucks that delays video, any video coming down an SDI line. And, man, we struggled with trying to get video sync right for over a year. We had some times that were awful. We had some times that were really close. Um, it was never perfect, but it, we were close, right? Um well, one day I was just sitting there and I went, huh. And I pulled up the manual and I read the manual for the product and realized that, and this is maybe getting too deep, far into the weeds here, but uh, that the signal coming into that box was delaying both video and audio. It was not just delaying audio and then muxing or mixing the signal together at the end. Uh, and so what we were doing this whole time is um, we were thinking we we're making changes, but basically we were just making the problem worse. Uh, and so it just kept getting worse. And occasionally our brains would be tricked to think it was better, but it never was. But once I read the manual, I realized, oh, I can get my audio, uh, you know, I can send my video uh, and delay it and then get my audio and leave it where it is. And then, you know, have those signals meet up and we were good. But the, the solution came when I RTFM, I read the freaking manual. Uh, and that was after like a year. And so I say that to say, I think this is a really important skill. I don't do it right all the time. And we live in a world where, man, it's way more convenient to just Google and um, search on YouTube. But it's something I think we all should be doing, especially if you're out on the road and uh, the downtime you have. I mean, instead of getting yourself in trouble, uh, instead of being bored all, your, uh, all the time or uh, binge watching, you know, whatever Netflix series you want just constantly um, download some manuals and read them. Uh, and I think it'll be super, super helpful. So I'd love to hear from you. Um, are you a manual reader? Uh, does it help you? Uh, have you found that beneficial? Is it something you're considering starting? So wherever you're watching this, listen, just leave a comment below. Um, and again, would, would love to hear from you. If you want to kind of join in the conversation with the rest of the community that you can, you can go to behind the spacebar.com behindthespacebar.com you're gonna, going to want to look for episode one which is this episode uh and you can just comment on this page and again let me know are you a manual reader uh do you find it beneficial have you tried it and it's not beneficial you go to youtube or is it something you want to start i would love to hear from you guys um and if you want some free resources to help you run tracks better run tracks like a pro or maybe you're a pro and you want to be more of a pro uh then head to from studio to stage.com slash free from studio to stage.com slash free. Uh, there's tons of free resources, uh, tutorials, training that you can, uh, grab there, uh, again, for free, uh, to dial in. And it's going to help you again, learn to run tracks like a pro. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I, again, this is going to be, um, more chill than like a tutorial. Again, that's why I got a cup of coffee here. I'm leaning back in the chair, having a good time. hope Maybe you're listening to this on the way in uh, to work or uh, maybe you're traveling uh, to a gig and listening to this uh, in the airport or whatever. Maybe you're watching on YouTube, watching on from studio to stage. I think I mentioned this in the beginning. Um, search the app stores, any of the app stores for from studio to stage at the time of recording this. 
iPhone, iPad, uh, M1 Mac, uh, Apple TV. You can download the From Studio Stage app for free and watch all of this content. Um, and then very soon, hopefully quarter one of 2022, will be everywhere. Roku, Fire TV, Android uh, as well, too, and you can watch this content. Um, but this is super fun, man. I enjoy this. It's It's been over a year. Glad to be back. Um, again, I apologize for the delay. Um, and to help with my burnout, I've decided to make more content than I've ever made in my life. So we'll see how the end of uh, Q1 uh, I feel uh, 2022, but thanks so much for listening. Um, do me a favor. Uh, if you're on Apple podcasts, uh, like, and subscribe, uh, leave a rating and review. If you're on YouTube, uh, do me a favor, hit subscribe. That definitely helps, helps us be seen by more people hit like, um, all those things. And, um, and again, if you want to join in the conversation, go to behind the Search for episode one, which is this one. And with that, we'll see you next week. Uh, every Monday. I'm committing to it. So you 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 find me here because I'll be here. Every Monday, 10 a.m. Central, uh, episode goes live of Behind the Space Bar. We'll see you next week for episode two. Thanks for joining me, everybody. This is super fun. Glad to be back. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye.